right, welcome everybody to another episode of banjo and Burritos. I'm Ryan Osmick. And I'm Brad Grahowski. And Woo-hoo. we... We're back for number three. Number... Is it really number three? It is number three. Already? I wow. feel like we've been at this for three weeks. <laughs> exactly 21-ish <laughs> days or so. It's been... It's been an incredible ride, yes, Brad. Yes, it has. I been. mean, I think <laughs> I we're mean, still at the just very... Just think back to the beginning when oh, this whole thing started. Yeah, those were the days. We could do this joke every show. <laughs> <laughs> episode 50 man it's still the beginning uh-huh. um well awesome well great to have everybody and great to have everybody again on uh periscope welcoming welcoming you from around the world live video if you ever want to watch us on periscope right now we are on periscope with cosmic c-o-z-i-m-e-k um because we haven't made one yet for banjo ladies and burritos oh. yet i would say we should but i don't know how it works <laughs> so i'm gonna i don't Ugh. There's so, these kids, they keep coming I know. up with yik yak. Here, here's what I decided. What, what is this? Exactly. <laughs> like, remember when all the kids used, um, they were, so they used to use Facebook. Then yes. they left Facebook right. for t- Twitter, I think. Sure. And then they left Twitter for what's the thing that disappears after 15 seconds? Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. So, like, Snapchat was the big thing, but now psh, the kids aren't using Snapchat anymore because we know what it is oh boy, i'm is over 40 yes that's how i t- if i know what something is oh, oh the kids have to move on to a new thing right right so i heard about the, here's what i did i heard about this new yik yak thing okay just to be a jerk i installed it <laughs> and i checked it out now i know what it is so the kids have to move on to a new thing they uh, they're not they it's just keeping pace with Brad intervening into technology. The minute that I post on something, they're all like, oh, he's over out. 40, we're out. <laughs> Who's invented something, the next thing? Well, um, if, you, if you're a first-time listener, we've got good news for you. We are continuing to expand our horizons for what the show is going to cover. We're true. covering tween technology <laughs> and advice for nonprofit online marketers. Yeah, maybe we can have a show about... Oh. Yik yak. And yeah, how, that, you, how you could use it to to do nonprofit online marketing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, starting us off, uh, Brad, you got a, a question? Just a couple podcast? business things that yeah. we hadn't. I know we had talked about. And just wondered where they stand. Did you? We, we talked about a logo. Have you looked? Do we have a logo? Oh my god! No. I didn't tell you this. No. And the visitors at home watching on Periscope, you haven't seen this either. I made the most amazing iTunes podcast cover photo. Oh, you did? We should still do it. We should still do whatever you got because it's going to be a much better idea. No, if you got something. But I'm going to publish something, at least to get started, that okay. you are gonna, you're going to love. Okay. But I didn't want to show you yet. Okay. It's like a delayed birthday. By the way, last week on our show was your birthday. I know. I was waiting for you to bring it up. And I feel awful as a co-host. <laughs> no. I did not say. So belated happy birthday. The gift will be... An amazing cover. Well, and it's tricky because you don't know, like, especially with a podcast, I mean, people aren't going to listen to it on the day. Like, how topical, how in the moment do you get? I right, mean, right. I've been thinking that about that all morning with everything yeah. happening in Baltimore right. or over the weekend, especially last night. Um, I, I could mention it now, but yeah. if somebody listens to our podcast six months from now, they'll be like, what is he what? what is he talking about? So I don't know. Yeah. But Maybe yeah. if we keep these going on um, a pretty timely yeah. fashion, then yeah. people will expect that it's going to be late breaking stuff or, yeah. you know, up to the minute type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Up to the week. So anyway, so I was wondering about the, the logo. 
So right. you've got something. Well, I mean, I've got something that I've cooked up because we will soon be on iTunes. Okay. Hopefully. All I right. put in the request last week. All right. I don't know if it's going to happen. I sent a letter to Tim. God, thank goodness. Cook. And you don't mean Tim Forbes, the VP of products at <laughs> no. Picnet. You mean, I mean Tim Cook, your buddy. Yeah. You just call him Tim. Yeah. It's awesome. I call Tim Forbes, Tim Forbes to differentiate. Right. How many I... Uh, All right. I, I was just wondering if, where we stood with that. Right. And, um, so I guess if, we, if we're not... If we don't have the iTunes thing lined up yet, we probably doesn't do as much good to have a, a website dedicated to what we're doing. So. Yeah, I figured out like the Amazon S3 stuff, so we've yeah. got the files are going to be stored there okay. for podcasting, right. but don't right. have the website or other, you know, okay. marketing stuff that people know that we're actually recording these yeah. things. Yeah. That would Good. be useful. All right. I was just curious about that. Where are we? I'm so it? excited for you to see the logo. Guy. I'm excited to see it. Oh, now. my goodness. I, you should have showed it to me while, so, I, so that my re- reaction would be live. Right. Well, maybe time. we'll capture that next week, or maybe we'll get yeah. an email. From Apple saying your podcast yeah. has been approved. Yeah. Okay. I did take a screenshot of what happens when you type in banjolelis and burritos in the iTunes directory. And uh-huh. right now it's nothing. Uh-huh. But one day you're going to do that and it's going to yeah, be Yeah, for all the people who randomly search for that. <laughs> right. We'll come right up. All right. So, so awesome. that, that's what I just, I had those questions. So. No, that's that's fantastic. Well, hopefully we'll be That sounds like a total setup so that we could talk about something I knew, right. already knew about, but it but, wasn't. No. <laughs> I literally did not know. Well, Brad, should we move right into yes. the longtime listener yeah, mailbag? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do uh, Do we figure out what the sound is going to be for that? I'm open. No, oh, yeah. oh, that's like a canvas bag, yeah. Does it sound like a canvas yeah, bag? Yeah, okay. That's a really large. How much mail do we have? I'm still opening Oh, my God. There's so much mail. The only people who don't know that this is, a, that this is my hat and not are the... If, if you guys were all listening on Paris or watching on Periscope, you would know. Right, right. Let's see. I'm going to walk over because to fit us on Periscope, I had to put the, the camera far away. All right, folks. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. We are at zero. Zero. <laughs> I thought you said we had... I put... I try to make it... You know, I'll make it more advanced next time. I'll, I'll do some, like, live from... Oh, you mean zero. Listen. Oh, zero viewers. Yeah, zero viewers. Even, even our... Even Ben left? Even our own friend oh, left us. But that's okay because we've got friends who have chimed in from yeah. our longtime listener mailbag. Okay. Uh, this week, uh, we received a, um, a message, a, a, a mail, uh-huh. potentially. Like a physical snail mail? Oh, no. Potentially. That would be awesome. That would be so great. We oh only accept yes. uh, listener mails via snail mail. A tool. Uh, a tool. And, uh, uh, talking about nonprofit technology, be only okay. providing it via mail. Um, so Jenna in San Diego uh, writes us and uh, provided us some ideas for how we could be growing our listener base. So she had some tips. So a couple of things she was thinking about. You know, the, the show is obviously topical by its name. Oh, so this is for us. This is for us. Oh, but that's like, relevant too because it's marketing, I guess. So right. If absolutely. we share what we're doing, right, right. Again, that sounds like a total setup. And right. It's not. I just. <laughs> If we share what we're doing, right, then that 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 could be useful to uh, nonprofits. I think so. And certainly, we if even if we're not a five hundred one c three, we're definitely not seeing any profits. Right. So, <laughs> so she her tips are include the following: okay. one, maybe we could find a way to um, for any of our longtime listeners mm-hmm. give out burrito gift cards 
once an episode. Maybe if you write that, you heard it here first from Ryan. If you Darn listen it. to our podcast, you get a free burrito. This is this is probably not. why this is not a profitable podcast. I think is that right? <laughs> maybe. So okay, maybe. a way to entice people. Another thing to think about is like a call-in contest. Do you think? Well, maybe what? we do a call-in contest, or if you come up with a good idea that we share oh. on the show, oh, yeah. then you get sure. a burrito card. For or like that. a good tip or a good. Yep. Good. I like that. Another idea was maybe like a, a burrito versus banjalele contest. Like a, like a, uh, like have them, what? Like we <laughs> I don't wrestle know. each other with. Uh, potentially. <laughs> maybe it's like a burrito eating contest. While compared... I'm playing the banjalele. <laughs> yeah, you have to finish a three minute song faster than I eat a burrito. <laughs> that could be an option. Um, or we could do like uh, dueling banjos, except you're eating. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about okay, this one well, We'll think about that one. Jenna, um, if you have any clarification on that one. Right, that would be helpful. Know. And then the last one was just having awesome guests, which yeah. as soon as we figure out how to use technology to bring in guests, I think yeah. it's going to be a really cool idea. Um, in fact, that's something we had talked about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, because uh, A, that, that, that brings more information to the table. But then also they say, hey, I'm in this podcast, and they tell their friends to listen. I, so. Think so. <laughs> I would think so, yeah. I, I would do that if I were on a podcast. Um, awesome. Well, Jenna in San Diego, thank you so Thanks, much Jenna. for your feedback. That's fantastic. Should we close up the oh, long-time yeah, listener mailbag? Oh, nice. It thank closes you. up much faster. That's so <laughs> much faster. Um, so we've got a new segment that we're going to be bringing out uh, in this week's episode. It's called the Community Member Shoutout. And Brad, I think yeah. what we were chatting about is, wouldn't it be great to highlight the good work of smart folks in our community mm-hmm. so that they can kind of be a shining light for others that are looking to get advice, I think guidance. maybe we can post their email address and their <laughs> home address and their social security number and their mother's maiden. Just to be helpful. Just to be totally helpful. No, I think that's a great idea. Awesome. So this week in our inaugural community member shout out, it goes to Judy Sona. Judy, for those of you who don't know her, has been around our nonprofit tech community for a long time. But... Yeah. The new role that she's playing is fantastic. So we here at PicNet and Soapbox Engage work a lot in the Salesforce nonprofit community. That's a database for nonprofits. And Judy is the new open source community manager for the Salesforce Foundation. Brad, do you know what a community manager does? What do you think it does? Do they manage a community? That is correct. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for playing. Do I get a burrito? We're out of burrito cards. Oh, not this week. <laughs> no, it's uh, employees and their families can't win the prizes. Oh, oh that's Sorry. true. That's, that's how the radio shows go. Yeah, that's it. Um, but Judy uh, has been a, a fantastic member of the, the Salesforce community. What's going to be great in having her in this role um, is she's going to be able to, to hurt us cats, us folks that are the, the newbies or the experts or everybody in between that are trying to get an understanding of how to use cool tools like Salesforce to do our online marketing and to do it in a way that I think is going to be fun and friendly too. So. Yeah. So, Judy, thank you for that. And the Salesforce Foundation props for picking my, up an awesome person. My hat. I doff my hat. For you, Judy. Thank you. That is, and he literally, I literally did. did. I if did. you didn't see that in Periscope, that is what actually. No, nobody saw. It. Nobody it saw. It. We zero. saw it zero. Oh, That's man. unfortunate. Um, so great. So I think that was fantastic for a community member. Yeah, good shout idea. Out. Good, good new thing. So let's go right to the meat, because as yeah. Jen from Minnesota said last time, for burritos, rice is just a filler. Let's get yeah. right to the meat here. This week we want to be talking about responsive web design. 
Responsive web design. Sounds like the kind of web design that like talks back to you. Yeah, and that's a good word for it. And I don't know if everybody's familiar with the word because I get a lot of requests. Uh, people will say, hey, how can we make our, uh, our website look better on a mobile device? Or right. how can we make it so that my website shrinks down better to fit on a website? Or So a lot of people know what they want. They just don't know there's a word for it. Right. They don't know that the techie, geeky way of yeah. explaining it is responsive yeah. design. And, and unfortunately, unless they come up with the right word, I, I will not help them. <laughs> right. It's unfortunate <laughs> that our clients have to deal <laughs> with... Go back and try again. Right. Um, no, but the word for that is responsive web design. Right. And I think that's a good word for it because you're basically the, the, the browser... or the, I'm sorry, the website responds to the size and the shape and reformats itself very smartly based on the size and the shape of the screen that it's being viewed on. And this, I think, is really important these days because what we're learning is that a lot of organizations are finding more traffic coming to the website because people are coming from um, you know, social media links. So something about a call to action to donate now, or what we're seeing right now in Nepal with, with the earthquake and people wanting to give, uh, they're seeing a lot of links to ways to give or ways to support um, while they're standing in line at the grocery store or waiting in line at the bank and looking at their Facebook feed or their Twitter feed. And they're looking at that on their smartphones. I think Facebook came out with a number that said something like more than 70% of Facebook traffic is on mobile devices. Imaginary made up numbers by Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and if people are doing that, yeah. then you need to make sure that you the page they're coming to... I, I generally make up numbers, but this one I think is really a serious number. Okay. And when they're doing that, they're going to be looking on mobile device. And when they yeah. hit your donation page, darn it, it better look good. It better be easy to rate. I yeah. shouldn't have to like point and click and kind of, yeah. you know, I should be able to see it easily, get right? Get a magnifying glass out. <laughs> right. To, to read the top, the, the text. I, I typically carry a monocle with mm-hmm. me wherever I go, just in case <laughs> I need to give a donation on the fly. But if you don't, that's cool. Um, so... Why is this even more important is because last week, for those of you that are still around, was Google Mobilegeddon. Yeah. It was like the end of the world, kind of, but not really. Well, what happened, Brad? I mean, I think it's a, an interesting example of a huge industry actor, a huge, interest, not, uh, huge industry entity saying we've decided this is the way the future is going and having the leverage to force the future to go that way. Uh, Basically, Google said, hey, from now on, if your website is not responsive, if it's not set up to look good on mobile devices, we're going to uh, ding you. We're going to knock you down in your your." Your Google rank? Do they still call it Google rank anymore? Yeah, page rank. They, yeah, your page things. rank. I think yeah. that's it. And and so your your website's not going to come up as high as it, it could in in Google searches, which to most people, that's a huge deal. Yeah, it's like the doorway to most organizations. Yeah. So, I, I think it was I think it was a huge, huge move on Google's part. Uh, kind of scary yep. in a way. Uh, but it's a move they made, and, and so if you care about where your website appears in Google rankings, you're gonna, you have to adjust, you have to make that 
accommodation. Yeah, and they'd already started, and I think they still have this, of course, where if you're looking at search results on a smartphone, it will let you know as a viewer if the link that you're about to click on is uh, a responsive design, is a mm -hmm. mobile-friendly design by having a little icon of a... Um, of like a smartphone next to the listing. Mm -hmm. And that's actually already changing the behavior of what people decide to click on and what they don't click on. Sure. So not only is a search engine ranking and the penalizing that they're doing now is one thing, but they're also also reinforcing that through the way that they're telling people what the link's gonna be when they when they click on it as yeah. well too. Yeah. So I guess I guess the 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 upshot of all this is if you don't care about responsive design, use Bing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bing, Bing is the search engine for you. <laughs> and I think that for a lot of organizations, um, this was a bit of a surprise. Now, Google has said that the search engine changes that they're making are going to be continuous now. They're not letting people know in advance what's going to happen, when it's going to be. They're just mm -hmm. letting you know it's going to happen all the time. So when they, about, what was it, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, when they made the announcement on their blog that this was happening, and on April 21st, 2015, it was going to take effect... That was them making a very big statement because they'd said, hey, in the past, we're just going to just start rolling stuff out, changes mm -hmm. the algorithm. But now it's very clear. I think this is a pretty strong signal for folks in our community to say, let's take another look at responsive design, not just because we want the site to look pretty, but also because it's going to definitely affect where we're, we're listening. Yeah, or on. we could all say we're not going to do it because if everybody agreed <laughs> right. together not to do it, then right. everyone's Google rank would be affected right. relatively equally. Right. <laughs> but then all the kids that are using the smartphones. I know. You know the yik-yak The yik-yak. So next steps from an online marketer's perspective. I know one of the things you can do is you can do a Google search for Google mobile friendly test and we'll put a link to that in the show notes mm -hmm. but what you're able to do from there is type in the web address of your organization's website and google then tells you essentially whether or not you're going to get a penalty by telling you if it's mobile friendly or not. yeah and is it will right? it will give you a good idea of why of what about your site isn't mobile friendly if if you're if you've made no effort to make your site mobile friendly or if you didn't if you're not using a mobile friendly wordpress template or something it's not going to be you're going to fail the test but even if you do have a mobile friendly or responsive design i'd still do it because uh, it may not be responsive in the way google wants or it may not be able to get to some kind of css file that it needs to get to um so still i would check it out even if even if you 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 think you're sitting pretty with a responsive site yep and even from just a planning perspective i think some of the things we tell the organizations that we work with is think about what's going to be most critical for people looking at it on a smartphone when they land on one of your landing pages what do we want them to see because it's probably not going to just be your entire desktop web design smashed on top of each other it's going to be some other kind of way to to change it up to make it look a little different for mobile phones is that right yep that's right Awesome. Well, I think that is our tip of the week. Anything else on on that there, Brad? No, I'm 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 excited to talk about banjos and burritos again. Every week we make sure to close out every episode yeah. with a banjolele or a burrito tip or both. I, I have both. I have a correction I need to issue. For oh this my gosh! I don't know what I was thinking, Ryan. I stated as if I in a way that might have indicated I knew what I was talking about that the highest string is at the top, then the lowest, then the next highest. I think the you did highest. say that, yes. I did, and I had 
in my uh, just the, the rush of production here, <laughs> I had switched. The highest is actually still the bottom string, but oh. the next highest oh. is the top string. So that it still goes weird. high, low, medium, highest. But wow, um, yeah, yeah. And I got home and I pulled I pulled it out, the, my banjolele out, and I was playing and I thought, did I get that right? <laughs> and I realized I didn't. So I, I, I apologize. I've misled our. Listener base. The masses. The masses. Uh, so the correction and... Yeah, that's probably good. I, I, I'm yeah. going to leave it at that. Happy with that. All right, what about your burrito? And then for me, uh, longtime listener David B. out in Reno, Nevada. So we've got people scouring the nice. world for the best burrito places. If you're in Reno, go to Costa Vida. Now, what he says is the burrito is amazing. It's a, it's yeah. a little more of a wet burrito, uh-huh. but it's really juicy very flavorful okay. at a low, low price. Let's go. So if you're the biggest, smallest city in the world, I just totally bashed that one. Reno's got some I, name I, I to it. Oh, no, I have been to Reno. Did, we did a, we I did was a there with you, retreat actually. there That's back right. in the day. I forgot. If you're in Reno, Costa Vida. So I think we're wrapping it up. Just a reminder for all you watching on Periscope or for people listening here on a podcast, if you got a tip and you might want to in the future potentially see a reward in some way or another for doing that, just write us at ryan at picnet.net, P-I-C-N-E-T dot net with ideas, potential guests, Mm -hmm. ways to correct us. Yeah, things we could do better, sure. And uh, stop. (laughs) And uh, I think that's it. All right. Thanks, man. Excellent. Until next time. See ya. Adios.